This is episode number 135, Crush It Mondays, A Healthy View of Aging. Welcome to the Sonia Looney Show. This is a podcast about how to live a high-performance life, spanning the categories of mindset, plant-based nutrition, sports science, and inspiring stories to help you be better every day. And today is an episode of Crush It Mondays, where each week I'll bring you an inspiring message, habit, or contemplation to get your week off to a powerful start. And in this week's episode, I want to talk about aging. Before we get into it, I just wanted to say thank you to the new patrons who are supporting my work on Patreon. I noticed a couple of you signed up over the last couple of weeks, and I really appreciate the financial support. The website is patreon.com slash the Sonia Looney show. If you'd like to kick a couple bucks a month to the show to help growth in production and help cover costs of my awesome audio producer, Roma, who makes sure this podcast sounds amazing every week. And he's also a professional musician, which is a fun little fact. And my assistant, Tina, who helps book and get these amazing guests for the Thursday episode. So thank you to those of you supporting my work. Also, thank you to those of you who have been sharing the show with your friends and posting screenshots on social media. Super appreciate it. And it definitely keeps wind in my sails as well. So let's talk about aging. I find it pretty frustrating how our society strongly values youth, and I didn't really think about it very much until maybe a couple of years ago. Now, I'm still relatively young in my life. I turned 36 a few days ago, but I wouldn't go back to my 20s, and I'm always happy about the last year that I had, and I'm never wishing away the time I've spent in my life. I value the things that I've learned. I'm so happy about the person I've become and the experiences that I've had. And I'm guessing the older you get, you continue to feel this way. And I certainly would not trade in that experience that I've had in my life to have younger looking skin or even for a longer runway of years in front of me. Now, I can understand that some people have had a lot of regrets of how they live their life or maybe it just wasn't the life that they had hoped for so far. And so that makes younger days seem more attractive. And I don't want to invalidate those feelings. But aging can also mean loss of loved ones over time, potential illness, the difficult changes in life that I haven't experienced yet, so I can't articulate them. So I don't want to say that aging is this glorious, amazing thing all the time. But in our society, it's always about trying to be younger. And I just don't think that that should be how it is. And for starters, if you aren't happy with how you've lived your life so far, the amazing thing, especially about where we live in this world, is that we have freedom and choices. So I know that it can be really hard to make change in your life, but you can actually do that. So if you've been living a life that you don't like, start making changes so that you can start being excited about your future. So that's step one. Last year, a good friend of mine turned 60 and we had a surprise party at my house. And whenever we asked her what it meant to be 60, she said she was so excited to be 60 because she always knew her best years would be her senior years. And I had never heard anybody talk like that. Like you always hear people say, oh, 29 again or 29 and holding. And I loved hearing her perspective. It was refreshing and it really made me think. Now, let's look at ways our society talks about aging and turns it into this menacing thing. One, all of our advertising is about looking younger. Use this cream, get this surgery, feel like you're 25 again. Or on TV, and yes, this does happen in real life too, you'll see an older person pining away for someone much younger than them. And we'll show people as being old and decrepit and senile and helpless. 
And how many times have you heard someone say, I don't want to live to be 100? This is the picture that our culture has painted of aging. People are ashamed to tell others how old they really are and they hide how old they are. I've made it my intention to always say proudly my age. And even whenever I'm 95, I'm going to proudly say I am 95 years old. So what else can aging look like? For starters, if you take care of yourself, aging will not look like it does on TV or maybe even like certain family members that you've seen that have not taken care of themselves. I'm always looking for and admiring older people who are fit, who try and be as healthy as they can, who value learning and trying new things and experiences, and who still strive to be better every day. And my parents and also Matt's parents have been a great example of this, and I feel really fortunate to have that example. My neighbors are also closer to my parents' age, and they are always going on bike trips. They're always spending time with friends and family, and they look great. And I'm not saying they look great because they look young. They look great for their age. They look awesome. And eating with a plant slant, as I mentioned before, and as mentioned in the Blue Zones book, will help prevent getting things like heart disease and certain types of cancer, and even diseases like dementia and Alzheimer. So if you're worried about aging and you're worried about those things happening, looking more into eating a plant-based diet can make a big difference. And that was one of the reasons that I changed my diet was that I was afraid of getting older because I didn't want to get cancer or heart disease or lose my marbles. So having that control and knowing that making some lifestyle changes can set you up for really awesome aging and a great older years in front of you can be so impactful and so powerful. So if you want to learn more about the habits of people who live to be healthy at 100 years old, the 100-year-old who's still out there exercising, who has it all together and is a healthy image of aging, read Dan Buettner's book, The Blue Zones, where he teamed up with National Geographic to find areas around the world where people thrive at age 100. And I've mentioned this book before in Crescent Mondays. I unfortunately have not been able to get Dan on this podcast, but I will keep trying. <laughs> so another really interesting read that I've enjoyed was John Robbins' book called Healthy at 100. And I highly, highly recommend you pick up this book. This book actually came out before the Blue Zones, and it was John's idea that Dan made even bigger with his Blue Zones books. So in this book, Healthy at 100, it follows different people, the Abkhazias, the, I'm going to pronounce these wrong, the Vilcabambas, the Hunzas, and Okinawans, where people actually like to make themselves older. These are cultures where people live to age 100 and they're healthy at 100, they're thriving. And it's not the picture that our culture has painted of what it looks like to get older. So they actually lie about their age to make themselves older. Have you ever heard anybody do that besides a little kid? I haven't. And in fact, some of the research was difficult to conduct because people would lie and say they were 130 years old. So when, as adults, do we start trying to make that number smaller and why? At what point do we start saying, oh, I'm not actually 36, I'm 30. Why? And people in these places value the elderly and make sure they are not lonely in old age by either having their elders live with them or near them. And in John Robbins' research, he discovered that loneliness can actually kill you faster than cigarettes. So for the occasions, sickness is not considered normal or a natural event in very old age. And we always think of old people getting sick and going into a home, and that's just not the case in these cultures. In Abkhazia, it's an insult when someone tells you that you are looking young. And in John's book, he also mentions the talk, the word lifespan. We always talk about lifespan. 
But some old people are not really living. They're more waiting around to die. And I'm sorry if that sounds harsh, but that just is the case. And a lot of like, if you look around you. So John uses the term health span instead of lifespan. And I really like that a lot because if you're healthy, you're going to be living your life. You're going to be doing things. You're going to feel good. You're going to have the energy to want to get older instead of getting unhealthy and just wasting away and being unhappy in old age. And I know that I'm not a senior and that I can't speak truly about what it's like to get older. So this is just from the books I've read and the attitude and perspective I'm trying to take as I get older. But I wanted to share these things with you. And I've had the opportunity to do some racing in Asia, most notably Nepal and Sri Lanka. And an amazing thing that I saw there was much older women, women in their 80s, were still working and hiking heavy loads of stuff, of sticks, of whatever, up the side of mountains. And granted, they probably do not have the luxury to retire, or maybe retirement doesn't even exist in some of these places. But I just observed that a lot of the old people were using their bodies in ways that we don't usually see older people using their bodies in North America because we simply don't have to. And I'm not saying that all old people in North America are decrepit, but our society, the way that we look at aging, the way that we treat our older people just doesn't need to be that way. And I'm wondering if that's why people don't want to get older. So I'm always working on expanding my view of aging. I like looking at both of my neighbors. They're quite a bit older than me and they're still out gardening. They're still out doing things. They are still out mowing the lawn. I admit that I feel tempted to use filters on Instagram to cover up new wrinkles that pop up. And look, like we have these filters on all these social media platforms to make us look younger, to celebrate flawless beauty. And it can be really detrimental if you expect yourself to look like that as you get older. And something really awesome that my husband said was, he's like, when you're 40, I don't want you to look like you're 20. I like that you're going to look like you're 40. That's a really powerful statement to hear from a man, especially your partner, because women especially are expected to look younger as we get older. So taking a perspective of that and thinking about that is just super helpful. So I'm trying to be excited about getting older, to be optimistic that all of my days are going to be valuable. And hey, maybe my best years will be my senior years. And to take care of my body now with eating a plant-based diet, making sure I sleep, exercising, reducing stress as much as I can, using mindfulness every single day in my life, and working on my relationships so that I can have a long health span as well. So this week, I challenge you to look at your own bias of aging. I know that I still have a bias of aging, and I hear it just whenever I start talking about how we view aging in our culture. I'm constantly working on that. So how can you work on your bias of aging? How can you observe people around you who are aging and maybe even identify people that you want to be like and maybe even be excited to announce how old you are at your next birthday? I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of Crush It Mondays. I hope you have an awesome week. And we'll see you right back here in a few days with my Thursday episode. Thanks so much for listening. Wishing you all the best success in your training and adventures. See you later.